it's time to batten down the hatches and get inside because it's another episode of the Tornado Alley Soccer Podcast coming at you. We've got Amy G of the Foxtrot Podcast coming on to preview Fresno FC, who will be taking on the Roughnecks on Wednesday. We have Eti Tavares forward for the Roughnecks. He will be on to talk about the preparations for this match and to tell us how he got to Tulsa, Oklahoma. Also, Road Warrior Ricky Dale Myers will be in studio to give us his takes and to talk shop. So, folks, you want to get inside. It's getting dark. All the kids, get them inside, the pillows, the blankets, because it's another episode of the Tornado Alley Soccer Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me this Monday evening, everyone out there on the Facebook live stream and wherever you may be listening to this podcast on iTunes or wherever. We appreciate you coming on. Your host, Roger Graham, bringing all the action of the alley. Good to be here tonight. Uh, we've got a couple of folks to give a shout out to. We have the BGN.FMs where, of course, you can find the podcast, Beautiful Game Network. There's so many podcasts, so much content. There's a new podcast coming on every week, coming live. So, so much soccer. You can get on there and chat away and interact with those folks and uh, and listen to the podcast, of course. Also, RoughneckScarves.com, official supporter official scarf, I should say, of the U.S. national team, USL, and MLS. Find all your rough, all your scarf needs at roughneckscarves.com, R-U-F-F-N-E-C-K-S-C-A-R-V-E-S. So it's roughnecks, not like Tulsa roughnecks. I know it's a little confusing, but it's a little bit different. So anyway, uh, check those folks out. And, of course, the New Day Shelter, above-ground shelters here in Tulsa area. You can check them out, a New Day Shelters. At, I believe they're on Facebook. As of course, they've got their website, newdayshelters.com. Check them out. That's what my wife and I have and, and our family. So you folks need to check that out and get ready for the storm season. All right, folks, uh, we've got great guests uh, coming up. Uh, it's like we've got them like airplanes at LaGuardia. We're, we're lining them up, and folks, you guys are going to be excited about tonight's podcast. Uh, we've got Amy G on from the Foxtrot podcast. She'll be up first, and then we've got Etsy Tavares forward for the Roughnecks coming up at 9.30. And then we've got Wildman Ricky Dale Myers, everyone's favorite road warrior. He will be up after that. So without further ado, we've got uh, Amy G of the Foxtrot Podcast. You can find them um, out there on – and I'll, I'll let you have some – have a moment here to tell us where you can find the Foxtrot Podcast. I know you're out there on Twitter, so folks can interact with you guys. Uh, Amy, how's it going tonight? Hey, how's it going? Thanks so much for having us on here tonight. You got it. No problem. Thanks for joining, and uh, we appreciate you guys coming on. And I say you guys, but it's you. You know, I don't know why I always yeah. t- talk to people in plural. <laughs> it's weird. Uh, yeah, you guys, you girl, whatever. Yeah, Always. yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> well, Amy, um, I know this has been a, a little bit of a whirlwind for you. First season uh, of, uh, in the USL. What are what are some of your impressions so far? Oh man, it's been it's been so fun. Uh, it's been fun because it's our, again, it's our first USL team here in Fresno. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've seen a lot of our supporters from our our last team, uh, Fresno Fuego, uh, carry on and and show their support. Uh, The whole city's, it's just exciting. So 
we've got soccer. We've got professional soccer. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of Yeah, we're excited. Yeah, you know, we had the same thing here um in 2015 when Tulsa came on board and and we have, you know, obviously all sorts of soccer here and we're kind of talking offline with just the the amount of soccer that's played here in Tulsa and uh, do you guys have quite a quite a bit of uh, youth academies or not really academies but just youth leagues and, and a lot of kids that are involved in soccer out in uh, out in Fresno? Yeah, uh, I I mean I could say that Fresno is a soccer city. I mean I know I've been playing there since I was five, so mm-hmm. for for twenty years there's all sorts of leagues, um, and then we have you know our, our colleges and junior colleges, Fresno State, Fresno Pacific, Fresno City. Um, all great soccer programs. Yeah. So yeah, we have we have a lot of, of talent, and Fresno is located in a valley with a lot of surrounding small towns that have amazing soccer players as well. Yeah, it's kind of a little bit of a hub there, right? Just for all the oh, Central yeah. Valley. Oh yeah. Yeah, and uh, well, that's great, and, and great to have a professional soccer there in Fresno. I know it's been kind of one of those bad kept secrets you kept hearing fresno pop up on the radar was it going to be the fresno fuego and then all of a sudden just everything kind of moves slow and then it moves fast right and then all of a sudden right. oh you got a team and here's people press conferences and people scrambling right. uh yeah now we're here doing podcasts photos all that stuff i know it's like yeah i mean that, that's i think it's every team has to have like a podcast i think it's that's just mandatory it's oh for sure i'm sure jake edwards came to you personally said hey amy you've got you've got you need to do this podcast right um maybe (laughs) (laughs) well i can tell you he told me not to but uh you know he said roger don't ever podcast please anyway um (laughs) well hey uh so we've got a couple of comments already i have a facebook live going so we've got people if you have any questions please chime in um we have one person already, and I already told you this. They said, please bring us back Juan Pablo Caffa. Um, yes. So well, let's talk a little bit about this team. Uh, so it started out kind of, you know, just from me being a neutral observer, started off a little bit, you know, we didn't realize Las Vegas was going to be pretty good. And then the first match, Las Vegas gets the three goals up. And then and then after that, the draw with Los Dos. So I'm thinking, uh-huh. okay, well, Fresno's starting out a little slow out the gate. Uh-huh. And then you beat Seattle at Seattle, which is a huge win in my opinion. That was yeah, huge trust. Yeah, and then Oklahoma City, you take care of them, and then it's like, oh, hang on, guys, uh, the Fresno, the Foxes are not to be dealt lightly with. Is is this is this team? Do you think just kind of gelling at the right time, or or or, or what is your kind of perspective on that? Yeah, because I mean, you again, new new team, right? You've got all these players coming from either other USL teams, some from our Fresno Fuego team, some have played this level. Most, I mean, most of them have. Um, but it's you just got to find that chemistry for any new team at sure. any level. You know, you got to know what your midfielders are doing. You got to know what your your forwards are going to be at. Um, and we've tried a few different formations too. So mm-hmm. you know, and again with a new team and any team, you just got to kind of test it out. Um, know your strengths and weaknesses. So, you know, all these players come with stats. You know, Kafa, he scored, what, nine goals with you guys last year? I believe so, yes. Yeah, so, you know, we're expecting him to, you know, match that and up it, you know? Mm -hmm. So all these players are coming with different stats, so we're just trying to, you know, let them play it out. 
Sure. Yeah. And Juan Pablo Kaffa, of course, that's the big name around here. And yeah. um, uh, Mario had to ask a question. I'll, I'll get to that here in a second, Mario. Um, so, yeah, I think what we have is, uh, you know, you have a team. Obviously, you have that leadership with Juan Pablo Kaffa. We know what he did here in Tulsa. You don't foul him around the box. Just don't do it. Just just don't. let him shoot from there. Don't let him try to free kick because he's going to score from there. I mean, uh, please do. Actually. <laughs> that's what you uh, do. Yeah. I mean, we saw what he could do and just, it was just, I, I, I'm still shocked at this point and no offense to Fresno, but I'm a, I'm shocked that this guy's not playing in the MLS or playing. I, can't, I know he's amazing. Yeah. I mean, just, I don't think it'll be long. I know maybe, you know, it's his age. I, I don't know what it was, but maybe. my God, you could, this guy could hit him from a dime from, you know, 30 yards out of the box and put it on the back in the corner every single time. It's just like, my gosh, why can't somebody give him a shot? But anyway, so yeah, obviously had a goal against, I believe, um, Nick Oklahoma City and I believe another one as well. So he's putting some goals in. But tell us about some of those other players. Yeah, St. Louis. Thank you. So Mm -hmm. tell us about some of those other players uh, with Fresno that that we need to watch out for. (laughs) Well, you know, I can't give away it. Too many uh, pointers with that coming game. <laughs> uh, no, but if you take a look at our, our squad, um, you know, in the back with uh, Ken Linfeo, um, he's doing an amazing job. Um, you guys have probably noticed our keeper, uh, Rainish. Um, he's, he's doing an excellent job for us mm-hmm. in, in the box. Um, so your team should probably not even take a shot, just, you know, knowing that. Like it, um, but now Rainish is doing really well. Um, you know, we were all, you know, with those first two games, those first two home games with uh, Las Vegas Lights and LA Galaxy, they scored within the first three minutes on mm-hmm. us. So all of us, uh, you know, fans were like, "Ah, Rainish, like this has got to, this is something's got to change." Sure. Um, but from from then on out, you know, we haven't we haven't lost a game so. Um, Rainish has been like a superstar. Martin Del Campo, and quite the defender. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, I, just, I, I believe he's been in the league for a while, hasn't he? What's that? Uh, Del Campo, he's been in the league for a while, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. So he's, you know, with experience, you know, you've got that, just that grounded. I mean, he's just, he's just so solid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and uh, Mickey Daly, is he getting quite a bit of playing time with you guys? He is, but he, uh, we heard just, they just had a baby, so he was oh, out. Oh, okay. So I know you under, could understand that. <laughs> yes, I'm about to understand that really well here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so he was out for that. Um, yeah, and Cooper in the back. Ellis Hayden. We're just, man, we've got a, a really good squad that we're all excited about. Yeah, you know, just on you know on paper, and, and obviously you're seeing those results come your way as well. Um, and, and now we Tulsa and Fresno both are kind of in this weird situation where you had this almost two week. We had a two week layoff in Tulsa, ten day layoff. Two yeah, oh, two, wow. yeah, yeah. So our last, so Tulsa's last match was April fourth against the Portland Timbers too, and now you have this match, which will be on the 18th. So a huge break there with Tulsa. And then, of course, Fresno having that big break as well. And it kind of boils down to, I think, the start of minor league baseball season and and kind of working around that. Uh, How's how's that at at, at 
on, at Fresno Stadium. How is that working out? And, and do you guys remove the mound and all that good stuff over there? Yeah, at the Chickchanty. That's our that's our field name or the park name. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we share it with the baseball team too. Not to be honest, uh, I'm not quite sure how they they switch back and forth. But they, um, it's like when we have the soccer field up, the mound's gone. All everything's covered. The dirt's sure. covered. Yeah, so. Um, I'm not sure how they do that back and forth, but we too, we just had all our, our season openers with our Fresno Grizzlies baseball team. So yeah, yeah that created a little bit of a gap. Yeah. Are you, is it a natural field? I'm assuming. Yes. Okay. Okay. Cause I know there's weird turf fields now. I don't know, but so I just wanted to make sure. So does it, is it, is it holding up pretty well, the stadium or the, the uh, field? Oh yeah. 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 All right. Uh, the Roughnecks should have no problem on our field. All right, very good, very good. Yeah. Well, that's good. I know that with the start of the season, we always, you know, kind of like, oh, you know, we're we're familiar with how that works here and running into the dry months. So sometimes the field kind of suffers a little bit just from from a lack of rain here. But uh, so that's good yeah. to know. And 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 I think, yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. We have a lot of teams that share the stadiums, and they're pretty familiar with how that works. So right. And well, I can. Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was just saying it's pouring right now, so, so it should be perfect. All right. There you go. All yeah. right. <laughs> well, we had a question here just on live chat. Mario had asked, um, and we talked off air, so you'll have to repeat your answer, but he had asked how the Fresno Fuego uh, fan transition's been with this new team. And he said good or bad or 50-50. And, and I, th- I believe you said that the Fresno Fuego are now Fresno FC U23. Is that correct? Right, but still with the title Fresno. That's Fresno Fuego U23. Okay, I got you. Yeah, so we got Fresno FC, the professional, the USL team, and then Fresno Fuego U23, and then the Fresno FC ladies. Okay, gotcha. And and he had yeah. asked about the transition. Is there, you know, some folks that are still Fresno Fuego till they die, or have they said, <laughs> you know what, here's the pro team, let's go ahead and support these guys? How's that transition been so far? Yeah, so it, I mean, like I was saying off air, like every tra- every transition has um, some things you got to work out. Sure, got to need that dough a little bit. So, um, you know, we were all we we're all willing to jump on board with the the new professional team. We we're just kind of you know sifting through the changes of like. The team name, a lot of us wanted to keep Fresno Fuego as the name because that's been our team here. Sure. Um, so it's super representative of Fresno. Um, the colors, of course, we have all our gear um, in our in our red and black, so we wanted to, to keep that. But um, all of that's been changed, and maybe there was like a bit of bickering, but everyone has uh, gotten past that. Our, our supporters... Um, our, our supporter squad though, we kept our same name, which is fire squad Fresno. Mm -hmm. Um, and we decided that we're going to just be a supporter group for all soccer in Fresno. Mm -hmm. So that's the U23, the Fresno FC ladies, the, uh, Zoros, our Fresno FC crew too. Um, and that still has the same colors, our, our red and black. So we're like Fuego till we die, but we're Fresno soccer mostly till we die. Yeah, there you go. That's just, yeah. just modify that a little bit. It's fine. Yeah, yeah I just it's... modified. Yeah, <laughs> two, two little changes. Well, uh, so who did you guys? I know you had the Fresno Fuego, but who who was the teams that you guys support? Was it 
is it Galaxy or or does everybody like now right, that's LA and we don't like LA? What what's kind of the like major league yeah. soccer so affiliation? We were like, you could probably say we were split, right? So mm-hmm. we're Fresno, right in the right in the smack dab middle of California. So some people were, you know, LA Galaxy. Actually, we have quite a few Sounders, Seattle Sounders mm-hmm. fans as well, which is kind of surprising. Um, but I would I would say a majority were LA Galaxy. That was yeah before this, so. Okay, yeah, that makes uh, makes sense. There's not a central soccer team, so I, you know, it's like, so to me, it's like Fresno, pretty big size yeah. town. What it's about a million or so in Fresno? Is that? Uh, fi- like five hundred thousand. Yeah. Oh wow, I was way off. Okay, I was thinking oh, I have okay. a million. That's I just right. I just assume every town in California <laughs> in has California, a million people. Yeah, like, ah, it has a million. So, yeah, we're uh, a little big city though. No, yeah, we're familiar. I think Tulsa is pretty comparable as far as that goes. So it's it's. Sure. I think there's a lot of probably common common things there with Fresno and and Tulsa as far as soccer culture goes and and just size of town and 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 you have your own thing. We're not we're too far away from Kansas City to be considered Kansas City or too far away from Dallas to be considered Dallas. So yeah. You know, yeah. we're just kind of here in the middle and you know, so it's it's nice to have something to gravitate to and, and to support. Yeah, you guys get us then. It's like the exact yeah. same thing. Yeah. yeah. And then we just get overlooked by everybody anyway, so it's fine. You know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like the step stepchildren. It's fine. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> so uh uh so uh well what are you kind of expecting from just from your the Fresno perspective, here's Tulsa coming to town. Obviously, you know, struggling a little bit, and then I believe you'll have another match on Saturday, correct? Uh, we have another one on Sunday. Oh, Sunday. Okay. Oh, Sunday. Yeah. Sunday matches throw me off. Yeah, they changed. They changed it on us. So, who who do you guys have on Sunday? Um, on Sunday it is. You know, I'm forgetting at the moment, but I could look that up. It's fine. I I can. Nah, don't don't worry about that. I've. Okay. I was just thinking a, a short turnaround is. And then having this kind of layoff, do you do you think that that's going to affect the the players and 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 just kind of that? Do you think rust develops in this situation, or do you think that they've been just you know really getting it, getting after it at practice, and and they're kind of ready for this uh, next match? Yeah, no, I think their legs are ready. They've been they've been staying pretty fresh, just practicing on um, you know between this this long gap. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been you know appearing on news channels over there, just on one of our local news channels, like doing a fit Friday episode, like teaching them how to like, you know, juggle and stay quick on your feet. But yeah, they've been, they've been practicing. So, um, I think, you know, it's going to be, that's, that's tough going from a bye and then two games within like three days, four days. Um, but I think it'll be good for them. I think their legs are ready. Yeah. And San Antonio is the, is the answer to that, that, uh, yeah, that's right. It's on Sunday, right? Yeah. Yep. yep. So that's a pretty decent. I know they've struggled a little bit here recently, but I don't. I I can't say that they're going to be bad because I've seen them. We we can't beat them. So uh, you know. So I, I can't ever <laughs> say. Oh, San, I mean, San Antonio is one of those teams that we've had no luck against. So yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyway, okay. I won't tell them. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. No. But uh, anyway. So do you feel like? Are you feeling pretty confident in this match coming up uh, with Tulsa coming to town, or do you think that? you know boy there that i don't know it's one of those things you see a team with bad form then they get a little bit better and then it's like oh crud here you know here they get turn it on and and can make right. a run uh just from right. your perspective what do you what do you how you, what's your temperature on this match you know i with no matter what the standings or the statistics say you know i don't mm-hmm. think 
we have this game in the bag by any means. Mm. Um, you know, Tulsa has a lot to prove as well, right? So mm-hmm. um, Fresno FC is a new team. There's that. You know, they're probably going to – I mean, that always adds a little extra uh, spice to it. But, um, you know, we're feeling – Fresno's feeling really, really good about um, our progression. We've got, just had that tie. Mm-hmm. So we stepped back a little bit. But um, we're feeling really good about – about Wednesday, but um, what we were saying on the, the podcast is they can't play lax. They, they can't mm-hmm. just, um, you know, they, I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be a good game. That's for sure. Yep. And that is a 9 p.m. kickoff. For so, you guys, yeah. yeah. So I'll be up <laughs> late at night again. It's nothing I'm not used to with, you know, with toddlers and little kids or yeah, anything, but right. uh I don't know. It makes it hard to get up and go to the office next day. But I know, uh, folks, uh, I know here in Tulsa there will be a watch party at Empire. Uh, at Empire, So I know with this ESPN Plus thing, it's kind of throwing everyone for a loop. So uh, speaking of yeah. ESPN Plus, how, 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 have you dug around in that and, and had a chance to uh, mess around with it at all? You know, our, our one of my co-podcasters, Chris, did. Mm-hmm. Um, he said it looks really good. He, like, uh, signed up for it. I haven't paid the fee yet, so I haven't, I haven't been able to watch. But he said it looks actually like the video, the mm-hmm. video recording looks really good, professional, um, and it's like all inclusive. So he's saying, you know, you can watch any of these teams at any given time when they're playing, which is kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, I really liked it. Um, I, I guess you get thirty days for free right now, just FYI. It, oh, you know, what? Just okay. Throwing it out that. there. And it's finally yeah. on Roku, which I have. So finally oh, today it's, it's yeah. Yeah, it's 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 updated on Roku for folks out there that are on Roku. That changes everything. Yeah, oh yeah, that's game hashtag game changer. So yeah, game that's, changer, yeah. Yeah, that that right there, big time change and, and, and can now that's on Roku, so obviously I'm I'm on it and now yeah, that's I agree. The video production is nice. It's all in HD. It's not the, you know, USL on on YouTube was always kind of a, if I mean I've this we've been doing it for four years, so it's just all we ever know. Right. Now that it's on ESPN, I think it's it's more crisp. It's very very well done. Uh, I believe it's also local broadcasters as well. That was a concern of ours. We have we really like our local guys, so we didn't mm. want them to get you know pushed out or. You know, maybe it's a USL game of the week or something like that. I think it may they may change it up. You know, Mike Watts and some of those guys take over. But yeah, so yeah, I think, um, and I I meant to talk about this on the podcast later, but I guess since I brought it up, I guess we'll talk about it now. But um, (laughs) uh, but anyway, so well, good stuff there. And uh, I know I alluded to it earlier, and I go, yeah, you guys have website and 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 social media, so uh, go ahead and feel free to plug that if you'd like. Yeah, yeah. So you can find us um, on Twitter um, at FoxTrotPod. Um, and then we're also on Instagram uh, at FoxTrotPodcast. That one's a little different. And then you can also email us at FoxTrotPod at gmail.com. And then, of course, we're on Facebook. So FoxTrotPod. Nice. All the how about MySpace? You guys got MySpace or no? Yeah, MySpace, Zynga. All, Zynga, all got that. some Zynga. Yes, absolutely. I should broadcast <laughs> live on Facebook or MySpace <laughs> just for on MySpace, yeah. With Tom. Yeah, with Tom. No, no Zuckerberg, just Tom, yeah. Nah, Top eight. Tom, I'm pretty sure, is in a tropical beach somewhere. <laughs> uh surrounded by 
doing you know, fine. He's, yeah. he's, he's just floating in a pile of money right now <laughs> that NBC yeah. paid him. I'm pretty sure. He's fine. He's fine. He's good. He, could you imagine <laughs> the soccer team he could put together with all that money? Anyway. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. He might, they might could beat Man City. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> uh, okay, great, Amy. I, well, we, we appreciate you coming on. I'll, I'll, I know you've got something coming up here, so I'll turn you loose here, and uh, and we'll, we'll be looking up for the podcast out there. And uh, – Keep in touch, and I know we've got to play each other again here pretty soon, and uh, we'll, 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 I'm sure we'll talk then, okay? Yeah, we'll chat again. Good luck for Wednesday. All right, you too. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. See you. Goodbye. All right, we had Amy there with the Foxtrot Podcast. You can find them on the social media, as she said. So good stuff there. And then right now I'm going to take a small break and get Etsy Tavares on. So hang tight, everyone. We'll have some music for you to keep you keep your nerves calm. Maybe not. If you hate this song, then I apologize in advance. But anyway, uh, we've got uh, Eddie Tavares on. And, uh, man, hey, Eddie, uh, I think you've got an early flight tomorrow, don't you? Yeah, tomorrow at 5 a.m. or a flight leave. So, you know, just trying to uh... – you know, get all my stuff ready now so when I wake up, I can just grab it and uh, get on my way to the airport. Yeah. Oh, man, that's that's the life, though, man. <laughs> yeah, flies, the life man. I chose. Yeah, yeah, there you go. The life didn't choose it. Or I didn't choose this life. Life chose me. Or something. I don't know. I got nothing. Yeah, well, there's no problem. I've, d- I've done it plenty of times before, though. So right. I prefer an early an earlier flight rather than later. Yeah. So good. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Etsy, I know you guys are about to – I know you're kind of anxious and ready to get back to playing. We've had this long layoff and, and maybe some time to uh, and set, unfortunately sit there and think about things. And then it's like, uh, how anxious are you to get back out there and, and play some soccer? Oh, wow. We're very, very excited to get back in there. Um, the whole team, since the, we have a lot to think about since the – the last uh, few performances, uh, this break was really helpful actually because we sat down and worked up and worked on a lot of the new shape that we've been uh, working on. Mm-hmm. You can see uh, the last game uh, we had a tie, mm-hmm. uh, but we only started training on our new formation the day before. Mm-hmm. So yeah. now we we have a lot of time to work on it, and every day we've been going in, and the coach pushed us. Uh, pretty pretty hard and uh everybody's uh um uh looking like everybody's getting it now and uh we have more of a of an understanding of what the coach wants us to do and mm-hmm. shifting our block side to side and things like that sure sure well hey i'm gonna back up on you just for a second i'm gonna throw it way back get, so just just put just get ready for this question so i always ask this question for anyone that comes on at plays soccer how did you get into soccer and tell us how you ended up here in Tulsa, Oklahoma? Um, so I was born in, uh, West Africa, Guinea-Bissau. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, uh, soccer is one of the top sports up, up there. Uh, that's the only sport I pretty much knew growing up. Mm-hmm. And, um, we used to watch a lot of the Portuguese soccer over there okay. because my country is colonized by Portugal, Guinea-Bissau. And and uh, Portuguese soccer, which I grew up supporting, sporting Lisbon. Okay. And uh, you know, my dad used to dress me all green back in the day, and you know, just for the 
team colors and things like that. So, mm -hmm. and when I finally uh, came to the United States in uh, 2005, my my stepdad put me into uh, soccer. Um, I started playing up there and uh, down in NorCal in Santa Rosa. I moved down to NorCal, Santa Rosa. Okay. I started playing down there from rec. And rec, I move on to a club called Santa Rosa United. And uh, I played uh, pretty much all my youth in Santa Rosa United until my junior year in high school. I had a, uh, an opportunity to go try out with Real Salt Lake Academy. Mm -hmm. And uh, I went up there. I ended up making the team there. So I moved uh, to Arizona for my junior and senior year in high school to play for Real Salt Lake Academy. And as uh, soon as I graduated, I went to uh, Arizona Western, mm -hmm. which is a junior college there. After that, I had um, a full ride to Northridge. Cal but State at the same time, yeah, Cal State Northridge, at the same time, I had a tryout with uh, the Monarchs. And it has always been my dream to play professional. And... Uh, I went out with the Monarchs and uh, made the team. So uh, my dream of becoming professional started there. And I played two seasons with Real Monarchs. And then after that, um, I was released. Then I went to, I was looking to go to Norway, Lillstrom. Mm -hmm. And we were we were working on the, on the contract and things like that till I, uh, uh, they got relegated to second division mm. in Norway, and then the new coach came in, basically brought in a whole new bunch of players. Mm. And then I came back here. Um, I tried out with the with the Roughnecks actually last season, mm -hmm. and uh, we just couldn't come to an understanding. But mm -hmm. then I went back and played with the uh, uh, Fresno Fuego actually. Okay. It's like fall. Yeah, we just had a podcaster on from Fresno on, so it's all coming full circle now, right now. <laughs> yeah, so I was with the Fresno Fuego for about for their PDL season, mm -hmm. and uh, after that, um, I stayed in contact with the coaches here because mm -hmm. I came on a trial here. They told me they liked me, but at that time, we just couldn't come to understanding. Sure. And uh, finally, when the beginning of this season. Um, coaches reached out and made me an offer and then now i'm here nice there you go a long way to get here right so uh, yep <laughs> almost uh, i know a lot of players end up going and playing in in, in norway and, and especially here from the united states so uh yeah it's just kind of the all of a sudden that that was kind of throw it through you for a loop there and all of a sudden like oh gosh now what um dang pro rail right so anyway um so, so now you're here, and then uh, obviously, you know, we've we got the big matchup going back to Fresno, where you played last season. How's that going to feel for you? Go back to to a team or to a town that you're pretty familiar with. I'm pretty excited just sure. to uh, because it's kind of near home for me, mm -hmm. and I get to have uh, you know some of my friends come out, some family members, and uh, it's good to see old faces. Plus. Um, no hard feelings with Fresno. Sure. Uh, I have a bunch of good friends out there and uh, looking forward to seeing them and competing against them. Sure. I'm really excited. Yeah, no, that's a great and great kind of give you that shot in the arm there and a little bit of a 
extra motivation, so to speak. So, uh, yeah, exactly. hopefully get 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 some minutes there and then get in front of those folks. So excited for you there, man, for sure. Well, well, how are you? Um, is the team is did everyone kind of get any knocks or is everybody in pretty good shape right now? Uh, for the most part, people are getting healthier. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the guys that were hurt uh, a couple weeks ago, this bye was really good because they got to, you know, relax a bit and, uh, you know, train, take it easy in training. It's not like we're playing every week and every week and every week. This, this bye mm-hmm. actually helped them ease into it. Yeah. So, uh, so if they were like a 50%, they're definitely on the 80s going up. Now, so I'm not sure if they're if it's everyone uh, fully fit, but you know they're doing a lot better than before. Right, yeah, yeah, good stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. You're yeah. right that this bye week kind of comes at a good time, and and then you you know you start out this road trip. You've got the match in Fresno, and then I believe another week has passed, and then you have the match against Sacramento. Yeah, we got Sacramento to Sacramento, then Las Vegas. Then Vegas. I know there's some roustabouts excited about that trip. I can promise you that. Uh, just be be careful about yeah. the alpacas. They might bite you. I don't know what's going. <laughs> I don't know. There's yeah. showgirls, man. There's all that's that is. I just I, I, if if my we're going we're going we're going for business. We'll stay focused. <laughs> all right, fair yeah. enough. Now the roustabouts they might go and they might end up bringing back an alpaca or something. I'm not sure. Mike Tyson's tiger. I don't know. But anyway, um, yeah. So obviously this long road trip coming up uh how, how do you view those road trips do you, do you think it's an opportunity do you feel that as an opportunity to kind of get to know some of the players a little bit better and and or, or do you do you like ah just rather play home matches and, and not have those uh those long road trips no road trips are always fun you get to interact with your teammates and mm-hmm. uh get to see what everyone's personality is like like, you know, and uh, just getting to know everyone a little better, even though we do a lot of uh, uh, team bonding things. But the bus is is kind of like one of those things. And just going to new places with your teammates is, sure. is, is fun. It's nice. Yeah. And, yeah. And, you know, something Brady Ballou had mentioned a couple of seasons ago, and I interviewed him. He said, you know, in the 2016 or 2015 season, I said, Hey, when did you start feeling like a team? And he said it was on the road trip to the Pacific Northwest. Uh, when mm. had, there was, you know, so back, you know, we had Vancouver, it was Vancouver, Seattle and Portland. He said, yeah, that was, that's when I felt like we started really gelling as team was going on those road trips. So I think from that perspective, you know, and you kind of mentioned it, you know, is it, that's something Tulsa has not, really done i mean you had the match in oklahoma city but now you've got this long road trip uh going yep. to various little t- so maybe this is a good time for i know it's not ideal to play you know, oh you're not playing at home you're playing somewhere different but you know maybe you, like you said it's just something that helps gel that team together a little bit better yeah most definitely and it brings you guys a little closer because you're fighting out of your home and mm-hmm. you have to create your own energy and everyone starts to support each other a little more, and uh, spirits are always high, and things like that. It basically just brings everyone a little more closer. Absolutely. Well, hey, I'm going to switch gears on you for a second. Is that okay? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> right, so if you, be, you got any thoughts on Champions League? Uh, any any team that tickles your fancy there that you, th- you think is going to have a chance to win it all? 
Uh, Champions League. Uh, I'm an Arsenal fan, so we didn't go this year. You're right. But, that's, that's a great answer. But, but, <laughs> that is a great answer, man. Yeah, I mean, we're in Europa, and we're in semifinal right now. But that's we have right. a tough mass- matchup coming up with uh, Atletico Madrid. Mm-hmm. But but to go back to Champions League, uh, if I have to make a prediction, I think Madrid will go home with it mm-hmm. <laughs> again. But, you know, I it's not as exciting for me because my own team is not in it. Yeah, and unfortunately, as Arsenal, a fellow Arsenal fan yeah. myself, we haven't yeah, really but there's some good matchups. Yeah, there is. I know we usually kind of get bounced in the knockout stage in the first round, but um, yeah, oh, Arsenal. Man, Arsenal. what do you, what do you take of Arsenal? I know you said you're a fan, but uh, do you have any opinions on just? I mean, obviously, terrible match on Saturday, giving that goal up to you know on Saturday. Yeah, losing. versus Newcastle. Yeah, you know, I know it's on the road and everything, but uh, that's a bad loss. And now you're two yeah, points. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not like everybody because everyone seems to be hopping on on the Wenger out. Mm-hmm. I actually don't mind Wenger. Okay. okay. I think I think if he can win Europa, he deserves another chance. Yeah. I think that's what I think cuz I feel like so much blame goes on him, but I feel like some of it is just it has to do with the with the squad as well. Right. I feel like, I feel like uh, sometimes, but sometimes he does frustrate me because some lineups just do, doesn't make sense, and yeah. I don't know about the, the the three in the back for Arsenal. I mean, uh, going forward we look great, but mm-hmm. we're always conceding a lot. So I just feel like if we can uh, work on the formation a little more, uh, I think that team is pretty deep. They can go pretty far, but yep. I just think we need like lineup lineup changes and, uh, you know, switch around our formation. I think the team is good enough to go for it. Yeah, I, th- I agree. I think just there's deficiencies at defense at center back. And when you play with three back, you you expose yourself to even more of that. Um, exactly. And- it's, it's, it's tough. It's tough. And uh, the pace in Premier League is so fast. That, oh, sure. Right. If you get caught up, if you get caught up off position, it's almost like you can't come back at all again. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. you're done. You all of a sudden it's a one on one or a two on one, and it's you. It's one defender, Petr Cech, and you know Petr Cech's a good keeper and all, but yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the talent at the EPL level. I mean, they're gonna it's, they're gonna run around you. Yeah, for sure. But um, you know, uh, I think Wenger should stay. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens next year. Okay. All right. That's that's a very uh, for an Arsenal fan. Very few feel that way. And at this point, it's like, okay, well, he's obviously not going anywhere. So let's forget that. And you know, it's you know, just let it. I guess. Yeah. Let yeah. It, let it play I, I out. I think he came out. He came out saying. He came out saying uh, he's going to get another chance. I think. Mm. Well, that's what a... the fans are predicting. Because I follow the Arsenal fan page, and they're predicting that. Uh, the, the the Arsenal fan page with the uh, Arsenal TV guys is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those those guys are great, think, by the way. That's right, blood. Oh, yeah, that's no, right, blood. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's funny. No, I watch them all the time. Sometimes when I come back from training after a long day, I just put them on and just 
fall asleep to it. I can hear them all day. <laughs> they, they're, they're good guys. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to get man. I'd love to get those guys on the podcast. I know it's like an eight hour difference or whatever, but man, I, I would. Yeah, I'd stay up at all what night. They call like them blood brother, blood brothers, right? Yeah, or something like that. Goes, yeah, that's right, blood. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> that's a bad impression, but you know, you get yeah. what I'm trying to say. But. Are you are you an Arsenal fan? Yes, I am. I can sense that. Nice. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. That uh, the folks here on the chat they they're fully aware of it, and they always give me give me the third degree on it. But uh, you know, it's um, you know, it's uh, I, I know Coach yeah. Vaud has said he's going to he's 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 already moved on and, and given up his fandom. But I know, I mean, once <laughs> I start rooting for a team, and, and like I said, I I just it's it's like a it's like a bad girlfriend you know it's like ah i want to leave her but i can't you know it's just you know i just can't do yeah. it you know? and, and so i just end up staying with them it's like ah i mean you're a fan yeah, thick, mean, and, thick and thin you know yeah for sure i think uh starting next year because we caught we got uh obama Yang late in the season like mm-hmm. halfway through the season and uh uh who else um nicotarian Mm-hmm. Yep, we caught them late too. I think next year we get to start with all of our firepowers, and we'll be more solid going forward, rather yep. than adding them in. And they've both been fitting in great. Yeah, yeah, they, they show they show great. So. Yeah, they so show. I'm excited. Yeah, they show moments of brilliance, and you know, and I mean, as much as people don't like Arson Wenger, I mean, it's not the, like the guy got dumb. It's not like he forgot yeah. how to coach soccer, and maybe he's stubborn exactly. in his ways, and. And maybe some of these players haven't panned out, and and just kind of the refusal for to spend money on some of the bigger name players, and you're getting outspent by Man City and and you know Man U, and and he's, he's you know Liverpool's now looks like it doesn't matter who they put out there, they're they're going to have a league leading the league wow. leading goal scorer. They're a they're a steamroller right now. I, I don't want to play Liverpool right now. You're kidding me? They're dude? scary. Yeah, I mean, Mohamed Salah and Sané, and uh, I mean, yeah, you're right. They're so good and so talented, and Klopp just seems like he can get anybody. He can get – Jurgen Klopp can get – He's crazy. He I, can literally get – definitely like, coach of the year right now. It seems like the guy can get literally 11 bums off the street and take them to the EPL, and, take them to Champions League every year. I mean, it's just incredible. It, I mean, obviously these guys are very talented, but it just seems like he's exactly. such a good coach. And, yeah, but – We'll see how they yeah, do in Cisco, champions. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, Cisco and Cisco and I were just uh, we were debating who was who's the best coach in EPL, and uh, he always goes for uh, Jurgen Clark because he's like that guy. Basically, just said what you said. Mm-hmm. That guy can just you know his budget don't have to be high. Mm-hmm. He can he can get any team because most people say Pep because they're playing style and things like that. But he sure. says Jurgen can take any players and make them champion. And I kind of have to agree with them because I've seen him in Dortmund and what he's doing oh, sure. with Liverpool right now is brilliant. And it's, it's just crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, I think we actually just talked to, about that last week with, with Cisco. I think he was mentioning that. So maybe he's he's turned me into a believer. So there you go. He's convinced me, I guess. Not that he really had to convince yeah. me. I, was, I agreed with him. I was like, yeah, I agree with you, man. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I don't, I, I don't get it. I don't know if it's the playing style or just what he says. Or I know the players who he has are good players, but it's mm-hmm. not like when you have De Bruyne, Aguero, you know, like sure, top yeah. players like that. And now Sane looks like a top player. Well, Mane is already he 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 did it. 
Sure. I think he has the most goals in Europe right now. Mm. Yeah, so it's crazy. Yeah, no, they're they're a scary side for sure. Yeah. Well, Etienne, no, we don't want to keep too long. I know you got an early flight tomorrow, so uh, uh, so I appreciate you coming on. But tell folks uh, how how they can interact with. You. I know you're out there on Twitter, on Facebook, and and some different things out there. So tell folks uh, social media and and how they can interact with you. Hey guys, you can reach me at Etty underscore footballer. That's my Instagram. It's Etty E T I underscore footballer. Uh, that's my Instagram, and then uh, my Facebook is just Etiandro Tavares, which is my first and last name. And then if anyone uses Snapchat, it's just Eti9 Eti9, and that's all the social media. Uh, sites that I use and tomorrow I'll actually be taking over our Instagram the Roughneck Instagram so uh, you know I'll uh, I got some exciting things coming up stay tuned all right sounds great to me you can do the glowing lights and uh, I don't know maybe there's a Elvis impersonator on I don't know I I got nothing I'm just making fun of Las Vegas right now I'm I'm gonna start off nice and early so you'll you'll get to see everything once you wake up because we're leaving at 5 a.m. Oh man, it'll probably about a three-hour flight to Fresno, something like that, two and a half. So yeah, well, yeah. Well, I think the weather should be good for you guys. Uh, we had uh, Amy on from the Fox Trot Podcast. It's raining there right now, so it'll be nice and uh, should be nice and uh, good for you guys. So hopefully, uh, will be a good result and get a, get the road trip started on the right foot. So uh, Etienne, we'll let you get some sleep, man. But uh, appreciate you coming on. And man, we'll we'll have you on actually physically in the Frady Hole here with us someday. Okay, man, how's that sound? Oh yeah, I would love to do that. Sorry, <laughs> I couldn't make it out there today, but no one worries. day I would definitely come up there. All right, sounds great, Eddie Tavares. Thank uh, you for having me once again, man. Appreciate all right, it. you bet, Eddie. Take care. Have a good night, man. You too, man. Good night. All right, folks, Eddie Tavares. There's Ford with the Roughnecks. Good stuff there. Okay, so I'm gonna take another quick timeout. We've got uh, another guest coming up here in the Frady Hole. We've got Ricky Dell Myers. He will be on, winner of our contest, our pick'em contest, folks. By the way, you gotta get involved in that pick'em contest because just almost knocked my earbuds out. Uh, because that's just another way for you folks to have a chance to come on the podcast and and you know obviously we'll 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 have more pick'ems here and and we'll do some other contests and. Um, you know, so we'll we'll have some things coming up for you folks to get involved and, 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 and you know, get I guess get involved and, and be able to interact some more. So uh, we'll have some more stuff coming up. I promise I will not play the last song that I did unless you really like it. Maybe I will, maybe I won't. I don't know. I'm just kidding, I won't I won't do that to you guys. But anyway, we'll have uh Ricky Dale Myers coming up. And uh, we'll have to short break, and we'll be right back. All right, so we have none other than Ricky Dale Myers here in studio, here in the Frady Hole. Hello, listeners. Hello. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's so weird because I'm used to to having the earplugs, and then now I took them out, and now it's just we're just going live here, so just live arming it, so you guys can see Ricky's a marvelous and magnificent beard. Yes, thank you. <laughs> All right, so um, man, Rick, uh, thanks for joining me tonight, man. Big winner, three—I think it was like three weeks ago—you won the Pick'em contest, and then 
we just finally got you in here because you've been sick and out of pocket and working late. So uh, good to have you back here in in uh, on the men now, right? Yeah, yeah. The uh, oil business is booming. They want me to come in early and dealing with a little uh, throat issue during, uh, I can't remember if it was last week or yeah. whatever. But, uh, yeah, I'm all better now, and um, I'm ready to go. I'm ready for some some more roughneck games for sure. Oh yeah. So it's been a it's been a long break, long break. Yeah, and then the break gets longer unfortunately uh for roughneck fans at least watching here live. So you go this week and then so Wednesday's match and then you have um the match I guess next Saturday is the match Sacramento. after that'll be at Sacramento, which is where you're 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 familiar with that part of uh, the world. Sacramento's a nice place to visit. Yeah. So you road war road warrior Ricky going out to Sacramento last year and enjoying leading chance by yourself out there. So no big deal. Just, just uh, no big day, deal. Right? <laughs> I mean yeah, I don't mind traveling. There, there was supposed to be some other people, but I'm not going to mention any names, but they backed out. But uh, it's okay. I went anyway, and I already had my plane tickets. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to make a good trip out of it, and I had a blast. I had a blast. So. I, think, I think you have to have that sense of adventure. You know, I think just like I, I would have gone. You know, I mean, granted, I have wife and kids and everything, but oh, if I did it, if I was a single dude, I'd pff- yeah, heck yeah! I don't have any kids. I don't have a wife, so yeah. You got no one to tell you what to do, right? Yeah, I got no one to tell me what to do. Yeah. <laughs> Except your boss, maybe. Except my boss, I just gotta have vacation time. Yeah, take vacation. <laughs> they can't tell you what to do then, right? So, uh, yeah. so yeah, so we have that match coming up on Wednesday. How are you feeling about this match on Wednesday, man? Well, I mean, it's uh, we need a result, sure. uh, you know, for the for the Roughnecks. Uh, I feel pretty good. Um, I understand that uh, the Roughnecks are uh, switching. I think this might be a permanent deal to a uh, – am I allowed to say what formation I think it I think is? It's like or? a three-back kind of a situation. Is it a 3-5-2? Is that – I believe so, and someone correct me on the podcast if, if, if that's not – I know they move around in the midfield a little bit. They have a, a center back, and then so it'll have one guy coming up, and it's kind of a wing-back type situation. So you know, it's like it was a three, kind of a two – Two one two, so it's you know you have basically two wing backs instead of two, like a center mid, I believe. And somebody correct me if I'm wrong or if I'm saying this in, totally incorrect, but I believe you're right. So that's something Etsy had mentioned that you you said that. I'm glad you brought that up because they are switching up. They brought it with uh, the Portland match, and I, I thought it was paying dividends. You know, it was a nil nil draw, but. You kept them out of the goal. We're getting shots on goal too. There was a yeah. lot of opportunities, lots of opportunities. We could have had a couple, couple of goals in there. I thought one of them went in, but mm-hmm. the uh, who's the Portland Timbers uh, oh, goalkeeper? Macintosh. Macintosh. Macintosh had a terrific save, and it, if it wasn't for that save, it, we would have had three points. Yeah, Mario. He said it's a three-four-two-one. So three-four-two-one. Yeah. Okay. So you have the yeah. It's 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 yeah. It's a three-back. I think Arsenal kind of runs something very similar to that. You know. He had mentioned Arsenal. I believe Arsenal runs very similar, if not the same formation there. So, hey, there you go. A little gunner action here in uh, Tulsa. Maybe hey, maybe yeah. uh, Coach Vaud was inspired by them. But anyway, uh, yeah, so good time. Like you said, just, you know, you, something, you know, uh, Amy had mentioned is just not – she's like, I'm not – this isn't a win in my mind. This is going to be a tough match. So, I think – that realistic expectation every week you've got to bring your A game because you saw what happened to Reno this week. 4-0, losing to Colorado Springs. Uh, and then you had 
uh, Orange County, I, we realized that Orange County is a lot better than people gave them credit for. I mean, a whole lot better. Three nil at San Antonio. I, I don't I mean San Antonio fans are probably going to tell me I'm crazy and they're not very good, but Tulsa's never beat San Antonio at San Antonio. Yeah, I mean we beat them in the Open Cup only on penalty kicks to move on. It was zero zero then penalty kicks, but mm-hmm. yeah, we never beat San Antonio. And uh, um, so if anybody goes yeah. down there and rocks three on them. Okay, respect all day right there. Respect, yeah. So, well, let's just talk for a second. Um, open Cup, because the Open Cup drawing was this past week. Well, has it been? I think it was like the next day after my last podcast. So it was like almost a week ago. Okay. Yeah, something like that. So we have uh, FC Wichita, and you have um, Oklahoma City Energy U23, which, you know, I get the matchup. I'm not – it doesn't excite me for because it's it's a no win situation for the Roughnecks. Um, well, the winner gets to play in Tulsa. Sure, so, I mean uh, we already played U twenty three last year in the mm-hmm. Open Cup. Uh, let's see, uh, FC Wichita uh, is that game at Wichita? That one is at Wichita. Wichita, correct. okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, uh, I mean, if we're just going to pick, I mean, I'll pick FC Wichita because, you know, they can still come off that high from winning the uh, division, you mm-hmm. know, last sure. year. Sure. And is it the division, right? Is that? Yep. yep. They're, the, they're, the they're the same division okay. with, as the athletic. Athletic. Okay, yep. cool. So, um, yeah, I, I think uh, I'll pick, uh, you know, FC Wichita and FC Wichita to come up to, uh, to you. But as uh, soccer fans, you know, we had a pretty uh, relaxed uh, April. Mm-hmm. But get ready for May because it's about to uh, <laughs> about to get real, y'all. It starts on Cinco de Mayo on the road. Are you are you going to Vegas? Well, I had to. Uh, OU season tickets were due uh, this oh. this month, so I had to put a big deposit to the University of Oklahoma plus the donation. So uh, it's kind of a, a last minute decision, and to yeah. see if anyone wants to go. Um, but I would love to go if anyone wants to go. Uh, I'm pretty yeah. sure you could probably find something to do even if you went by yourself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm afraid to go by myself, though, to Vegas. You know, I need an accountability partner. I really you do. Need a buddy, you need a buddy system. <laughs> you don't want Rick. a combat veteran being all alone in Vegas. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, Ricky needs a buddy. So somebody needs to go with yes. Rick. So we don't want him running around and getting lost and getting lost. And no, no telling where he'll end up at. So might end up at Mike Tyson's. Tiger's Den or something. I don't know. Something like that. Swimming in some somebody's pool or something. Yeah, it'd be fine. It was a hotel yeah. pool. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I was just looking. Up. So we have Sacramento on the 28th of April, which will be after. So you go from, wow, that's a long break, too. So you go from uh, the 18th mm-hmm. to the 28th, 10 day lag there. So it's like you're playing two matches in almost a month. That's just wild just thanks to yeah we only uh, have two more matches this month one's wednesday and then the other one is uh next saturday on the 28th and then you have uh saturday after that is our last road game is at las vegas so yeah so you got three matches really over a span of a month Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden you've got open cup on the 16th of may and then all of a sudden yeah so you have the lights on the fifth Cinco de mayo like you said and then all of a sudden you're playing I think there's another match thrown in there and then open cup. So it's like you get this time to breathe. And all of a sudden May 5th, you have lights at lights, 
home against Reno, who's been struggling mightily. On a Wednesday. On a Wednesday. And then Saturday we come back and play at home against Phoenix Rising. Is that correct? Yep, that's correct. Yep, so you got the Drogba come to town. Yeah, maybe he did last time. Yeah, he he's, did last he's, time. He's played for him last week. I, I think he'll probably play more sparingly because he really doesn't need to play because they have enough talent without him. Mm-hmm. I know it's kind of crazy to say, but. I know they said he was uh, agreed to play for two years. Mm-hmm. So uh, this might, you know, he might yeah. sub in. or <laughs> Yeah. I, did I just say he might sub in? He probably will He did start. sub in. Did he really? Last match, yeah. All right. Well, shoot. I mean, maybe he's trying to just, you know what, I want to take a part in the ownership and let these young guys, you know, do the work for us. And yeah. They don't, if they don't need me because, what, they're, what, fourth in the West right now? Yep. So it's – I mean, uh, Phoenix Rising is is rising in the standings. So. <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah, so uh, they almost beat St. Louis. Oh, the Fresno. Is that you're talking about? Fresno almost beat St. Louis. Um, I'm sorry, Mario. I didn't see when that comment came in, so I apologize. Uh, but anyway, yeah, um, you're right. So then all of a sudden you got that Open Cup at San Antonio. Mm-hmm. All coming up, uh, the Open Cup match. Uh, I don't know if we mentioned this, but or maybe Ricky, you did. But uh, the match will be winner of FC Wichita Energy U23. It will be at TU, so not at uh, One Oak, because yep. I believe the Roughnecks. Or I'm sorry, the Drillers are playing. Thank I you, the Drillers. Yes. I almost said the Roughnecks. Roughnecks are playing. <laughs> well, it will be, but they won't be playing at One Oak. Uh, so anyway, so that'll be going on. Um, May 16th. Yeah, May 6th. I, I don't know what I said. Did I say 16th? Or, I don't know what I, I have said. no clue. I don't even know if we said it. Yeah, so May 16th. <laughs> there you go. So that'll be between two matches there. Oh, Wichita. Okay, thank you, Mario. So FC Wichita. FC was, Wichita. They took uh, St. Louis into, I think, an extra time, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, they, they almost knocked them off. And so FC Wichita is a good team. I mean, we saw Energy U23 came back, made a, made a little bit of a match of it there towards the end with us last season. Um, you know, I'd love to see Tulsa Athletic, obviously, in there too, you know. Absolutely. So, so you know, more local teams playing here and, and having that local representation. But, yeah, there, and also the matches that I'm really interested in, just over the we'll, – we'll kind of go back to Open Cup. But Okay. So you have the Bucks and Mich- uh, Detroit City FC – so if Detroit City wins, they will have to play at uh, FC Cincinnati. Ooh. That match will be ridiculous because I'm sure there will be five, 6,000 Detroit City fans making that jog down to FC, FC Cincinnati to go experience what 30,000 people. Yeah. You know, so I, I'm excited Sneaking for that. in their flares. <laughs> oh, I guarantee they'll be sneaking I guarantee, in. Yes, I guarantee you it'll happen. It'll happen. I think I saw last year, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, it was at the St. Louis game versus Chicago Fire, and then Chicago Fire fans bring flares down. Did I see that? I'm am, not am sh- I? sure about it. They, they played, had a small supporter section over there, like in behind uh, the Chicago goal. played, I believe they played Cincinnati last season. I could was be wrong. Cincinnati? Yeah, maybe I'm wrong there, but I, they may have. You can. Okay. You, I think you can shoot flares at – are they said flares or? I or thought just it was smoke? flares. I'm probably seeing this from some other. Hmm. I, don't I don't know. know. Maybe somebody out there knows what we're talking about. What Rick's talking about. I I vaguely know what you're talking about, but I can't. I okay. Can't quite remember. Like, I've slept since then, man. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't know. I but. slept and got woke up middle of the night from a kid. So I don't know, man. <laughs> no telling. So. 
Oh, that was Swope Park. So Swope Park. Okay, so Mario. Oh, said that's right. Mario, I appreciate it. Thanks okay, for covering let's me, talk bud. about Swope Park. Can we talk about Swope Park? Because I don't know what the heck's going on there. Let's do so, it. Uh, so Oklahoma City was supposed to play Swope Park this weekend. Uh-huh. Match was postponed because the field didn't meet the requirements of the USL is what I have understand. It's that Sock Takes, I think, wrote an article on that. But they've already played a match, and I don't know uh, what's going on, but it's a little suspicious that Swope Park had the whole Sacramento thing last season where there was they're playing Sacramento in the playoffs, and all of a sudden Sacramento said they're hosting the match, which they wouldn't because they aren't the fav- they weren't the higher seeded team. Yes, correct. And Swope Park's going, whoa, 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 wait a minute, we're hosting this match. Then, like, both were starting to sell tickets, which is really weird. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, oh, hey, we're playing it at Children's Mercy Park. I don't know what's going to Maybe I'll have to holler at the USL show, guys, and maybe they'll have a comment on this. But that's just weird, right? So, it's just – that's just – anyway, go ahead. So they're not playing at Swoop Park anymore, right? Correct. Swoop Park's gone because they didn't meet the requirements for the USL. Doesn't meet the requirements. Mm-hmm. So – they moved to a high school, correct? Mm-hmm. And that doesn't meet the requirements, maybe. I don't know. Uh, I I thought, I mean, they I had to have cleared that with the USL, right? I mean, it's not like they yeah. say, yeah, let's just go play over here in the parking lot of Malone's or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Malone's exists in Norman anymore. But anyway, go over here and play. Is it the th- field conditions? Is it turf? Or no. Is it, it was, is it grass? I don't believe so. At the high school? Or is it turf? I'm I'm assuming it's probably turf. Okay, I, mean, uh, I could be wrong. I'm I have no clue with the USL. I have no clue, and that I I totally forgot about that debacle last year yeah. about that playoffs yeah. until you just mentioned it, and I'm like, wow, there's actually a uh, debate on where this game's gonna be played. I thought it was like the higher seed's gonna host, could like you, any other playoff team, you know? Yeah, could, like could you NBA. imagine? Could you imagine like oh, like Dallas Cowboys are playing, but Nah, you, you won the division, but you can't. You're gonna have you to can't travel. Host. You're gonna have to go to Atlanta instead, or something. Yeah, no. Yeah, what? Obviously, wait. This is apples and oranges because obviously that would never happen in NFL. Uh, you know, obviously, you know, Sacramento would have fifteen thousand people at their stadium or twelve thousand or whatever it holds because they would sell it out. Mm-hmm. So I get maybe why there was they were enticed to maybe host, but still, I don't care if. The, the higher seeded team plays in a ditch. I mean, <laughs> they, they they have hold field advantage, so therefore, it's really not anything to debate. But that was such an odd thing, and then now you have this. It's like I don't know what's going on there, and uh, you know, and if as me, just if uh, the the zoo, the Swope Park Zoo, kind of rode off. They're like, yeah, we're we're done. We don't know what's going on. We're going to sport sporting and move on, but I don't know. That's just odd. Are you saying they're getting four for this season? Oh, I don't think so. They're no, no. So they're postponing just the matches? I, I don't know. I don't know huh. what's going on. I don't know. Maybe it was a field issue. I don't I mean there haven't been it hasn't been raining a lot there, so I don't I don't know. Yeah. I, I have no clue. Yeah, I have no anyway. clue. But Roger, what is your take on the Roughnecks uh Wednesday match? Well, uh, you know, something I don't know if I've thought about this. That's a good question. Um well, I think you've got to, you know, Edgy and you mentioned, all, you know, going to that new formation. 
I think you had to change up something. You had to do something different. Obviously. I think it's going to work good. I think it is. You're it optimistic. Looked it looked good. I, you know, I think this is a team that, you know, I know it's just looking at the stats, you're seeing, yeah, Fresno's been playing pretty well. They had a layoff, and maybe they cooled off a little bit while we've been working on something new and getting mm-hmm. something in place to finish out the rest of the season. So maybe there's this we we have that little momentum coming up from the T- Timbers two match, which I think yeah draw at home okay yeah but still I think you can get some momentum in that direction and going that way. So I really do believe that Tulsa has it. I think Tulsa gets three points here, then all of a sudden this changes the season. Um, oh, no I know doubt. it's just one match. And yeah, you got Sacramento coming up, and I, I think. You know, there's, uh, there's no. I don't think it's too early for must wins, but boy, three points would be really nice right now, and just maybe from momentum, maybe some just that camaraderie, get those, get the guys charged up, get them, get them excited about getting a big road victory, getting our first win of the season. You know, you know, talked about the 2015 season when you know I mentioned the, the column with Brady Blue a couple of seasons ago, and he had mentioned that that he felt like the team came together that match at Seattle when remember, I don't know if, I don't know if you were there or not, but we had the big watch party and then Tulsa beat Seattle and Seattle at the time was just rolling teams up left and right and got the big victory against Seattle. And that was like, Oh my gosh, John Tulsa had not played very well up until that match. Well, that's Brady Blue's hometown. Well, Seattle. Of course, yeah. He yeah. had a good match, but and then also <laughs> Sammy had a really good boost to play for Seattle. So yeah, I don't know. Um, got zach on here i'm sure he probably has a few things to say about it but hello zach welcome yeah thanks hey welcome zach so i think right now just from my perspective you know i think this is a a good place a good team to play you know we're not not playing sacramento right now you're not playing somebody that's that's not nobody's unbeatable in this league anybody can be beat Mm -hmm. anyone but you're not catching a team that's on fire right now and i think um, yeah, I, I I feel good about this match because it is the first real away match for this team. And maybe this is something that the team can build on. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's me being a fan or whatever, but I think that's – I don't know. I, I've, I don't feel – Someone I, to pick them. I, yeah. If I put a true serum in you mm. and you say – I said, hey, true who are you picking? Who are you picking? Uh, Tulsa Roughnecks or Fresno? I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd go with a draw. Draw? Mm-hmm. Hey, I would take a draw. I mean, I would. That would be a good result on the road. I think so, too. It would. It and would. I know the players would be jacked to play against Juan Pablo Caffa as well. Yes. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. if a draw against – I'd be like, oh, that's a good result. I mean, a draw on the road, that's mm-hmm. that's fine. And, you know, I really would – you know, I think I think the guys can win it. I mean, this is it's a winnable match. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's look ahead here about, okay. like uh, – Okay, we got our next three matches on the road. Mm-hmm. How many? What's the minimal amount of points to say? Hey, like for instance, I'm thinking four points is the minimal amount of points that we can say. Hey, this is we're gonna we finish this road trip on a positive note. Like, what's the minimum? Yeah, the minimum uh, I think if you get if you can go draw, draw, draw a three. So all three, so Fresno, Sacramento, L.A., or I'm sorry, Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Las Vegas will be tough. Sacramento will be tough. Fresno will be – is winnable. I think 
out of those three, that's a good question. I think to be successful, I think where you're like, oh my gosh, yes, that was a great road trip. I think if you can get above four points, which means you're going to win one and get maybe a win two or get two draws, a win and a two draws. If you can get a win and two draws, I think that would be a phenomenal oh, result. Yeah. So five points would be a great would be a great get in this. If you can get above that, that's phenomenal. Um, What's th- worst case scenario? Zero. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, zero. Yeah. I, I think I think if you can, you know, to have any more, I think it's just a status quo would be uh, a two point. So you get two draws and a loss or maybe you lose two and get a draw. So maybe one point um, would be a status quo. If you go and get Ofer, that's that's not good. Um, that'll be, it'll be tough to get a recovery from. But, I mean, you got a stretch of home matches, so maybe you can turn it around there. And then, you know, just also going Ofer or getting one point, you're – your two points through six matches, seven matches. I know that's like, oh, that'll weigh pretty heavy on the guys. Um, yeah, if so we go zero points in those three, in seven matches, we only have one point. Yeah, so and that's right. like, and you know, yeah, we are starting, you know, off the worst start in franchise history. I think mm-hmm. I looked at the books and it is, but we got to put the uh, games behind us yeah. and move on. And that's what the team's doing. Yeah. And you can see that they're, they recognize that. You know, stuff needed to be changed, and sure. they uh, they're changing up their formation, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll see how it goes. I mean, it's for the fans. You know, we, you know, I'm going to stick behind this team no matter what. Oh, sure. But um, it's it's uh, watching all those three games is going to be uh, you know late night, late, late nights. nights. Ready for that. Yes, late nights, uh, nine o'clock. PM Central Time. Yeah, uh, all those are kicking off at nine o'clock. Yeah, and so for folks who don't have ESPN Plus, you probably need to get that because mm-hmm. you won't be able to watch them unless you have ESPN Plus. Um, you can get on Roku, right? Yeah, yeah. Roku. Yeah, Roku's on. Um, mm-hmm. I think I may have mentioned that like way earlier, but you weren't here, so you didn't know. Overheard you when I was sitting okay. over there. <laughs> Fair <Yeah>. enough. <laughs> um, yeah, so you can just update the ESPN app on Roku, and you should be able to get ESPN Plus. Get a thirty day free subscription. Mm-hmm. Um, Four ninety nine after that per month. Forty nine ninety nine a year, I believe. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I think I love. Like I said, I mentioned to Amy earlier. I said I love the video production. I love that. I just feel like a kid in a candy store. I was like, "Oh, let's go watch this MLS game." Ah, yeah. Uh, just ha- or at halftime with this match. Ah, let's go check out this other game. So it's like constant soccer on Saturdays. It's just all soccer all day. I know some people are like, "Oh, it's not NFL," but hey, who cares? It's soccer the whole day. I mean, you can start the EPL, and then it goes right into mm-hmm. the noon matches, and it goes into the, the afternoon matches, and you know, I think it's just it's just a lot of fun just to kind of thumb around and. And see some of those, and even other sports too. Yeah, you can watch the thirty for thirties. Like yeah. it does. I watched two of them already. Yep. And uh, those I'm are like, great. yeah, th- those are really good. I mean, I haven't had a chance to watch uh, a lot of them. And mm-hmm. you can go in there, and it's on on demand. You can say, boom, I want to watch this thirty for thirty. You know, yep. so go find out but, about Ric Flair. Yeah, Ric Flair. <laughs> you can find out about uh, Bobby oh, Knight. Yeah, Bobby Knight. Um, like the Duke, I just watched the Duke lacrosse team one. Yeah, that's crazy. So, yeah, yeah, that was crazy. But um, yeah, ESPN Plus. Uh, you can also get that on uh, Apple TV, I believe too. Yeah, it's on Apple. I that, think Chromecast, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. This is uh, as trying to find places to watch. We haven't Empire Bar. We said you know the watch party is going to be at Empire Bar late because we're like, hey, Kyla has an Apple TV, and we can get it on Apple TV. So that's like the only place that we know. Mm-hmm. that can stream it, you know, yeah. 
on a TV besides on an app. Yeah, you know? otherwise so people be huddled around a cell phone. I exactly. think we did that one time because the, the Apple TV wasn't working yeah. or something. But <laughs> anyway, so yeah, Empire, 9 o'clock for you guys that can make it out. Um, don't know if I'll be able to think I'll be putting babies to sleep and that kind of thing, so I don't think I'll be out there, but I'll be there in spirit. So anyway, well, Rick, I think uh, that's all I've got. Um, all right, uh, yeah. I can go on forever, but that's we gotta. Good. There's gotta be an end time. So. Yeah, <laughs> I said it's ten thirty, so we gotta yeah. end it then, right? Yeah, so. we got. <laughs> so anyway, well, I appreciate you coming on, Ricky. Ricky Del Myers at Ricky Del Myers on Twitter, Facebook. You're out there on Facebook. I yep. think I think maybe have a. I don't know. Are you on IG now? I think I saw uh, you Instagram. Out there yeah, I'm on Instagram. I'm I'm on there. Uh, I don't know what the handle is. I just really don't. Fine. Just say I, Ricky Del Myers. I haven't posted a lick. I haven't posted anything on Instagram. <laughs> I like uploaded it and then I just never mess with it. Yeah, I, that's the one I'm so I'm least on because it's like, oh, I have to be pretty to be on this. Oh, never mm-hmm. mind. Forget it. I gotta like pose, <laughs> and I'm at work half the time anyway. And H and P don't like you know for me to post pictures of our equipment and stuff. Yeah, so, you can't do that. Yeah, yeah I can't do that. They really frown upon that. No one wants to see my office, so, yeah, whatever. But, hey, there was a picture of your office, but you had all the screens blank, so you didn't have any sensitive material on there. Oh, yeah. I think that was probably, yeah, there you yeah. Know, there's nothing on. But, yeah, it's just Excel spreadsheets, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's just Excel. <laughs> Excel spreadsheets, bro. So, anyway, uh, uh, thank you guys all for joining us this evening, and, uh you know, uh, at Tornado Alley Soccer or uh, Tornado Alley SPC. Uh, you can find me at Rajman99. I think that's all. Like IG, I think is on there too. So if you want to follow me on IG, I promise I'll start posting more. Maybe when I run, I'll be all sweaty and be like, "Hey, selfie." <laughs> so um, anyway, so thank you guys. Uh, thanks, uh, Amy G on earlier. We had uh, Etty Tavares on. So thank you to those guys and Ricky Dell, of course. And did you have one more thing, Rick? Yeah. Uh, hey. The uh, Pick'em Contest. Are we going to have another yes. Pick'em Contest? Yes, we will. So we, last week we had a four-way tie, so I can't have four people on the podcast. So, But you th- won it last week, right? Well, I tied it with four other people. I oh, won it, okay. I won, it, I won it the week before, yeah. Okay. Somehow, I don't know, I got lucky. The week before that, I was like dead last, so oh. I don't know, man. It was a bad week. But yeah, uh, come on and uh, yeah, jump on. Do the everyone just fill it out. Have a good time with it. You don't have to be have to know what you're doing. Just you could be all wrong. You just have to buy us beers. That's all. No big deal. That's it. That's it. So anyway, guys, thank you so much. Have a great evening. God bless. Take care. See you next time. <laughs>